Hello, welcome to the Gab and Jules show. Still no Gab Marcotti today, so look, he's here. What a top, by the oh, way. What a top. Just for you, for the people who can't see, this is a Newcastle home show, 1993. The two players I think about is Andy Cole and Peter Beardsley. And you're right on Andy Cole. Yeah, what a player. Striker. What a player. He was for, for Newcastle. Not so much Newcastle chat today. Okay. But a lot of Declan Rice, a lot of Harry Kane, a lot of transfer bits and, and news and a lot of other things as well in the quick hits. But let's start with Declan Rice. Karen Brady and, and West Ham were really adamant on the 100 million pan, uh, like, like um, solid f uh, like fee, yeah. you know, without the bonuses. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. What, that's what they wanted. Is he worth that? Just for you, I mean, we're both big fans, so here's yeah. a bit biased. But. I think it's a difficult conversation to have, Jules, because I think when you can look back in history and you look at the great players like Zidane going for whatever they were, 40, 45 million pounds, my perception is I look back at the true greats and their numbers weren't amazing because obviously football and time has moved on. Yeah. So you've got to, me especially, he's got to try and forget about the, the, the real greats that went for sort of cheapish money. And you hold a midfield player, like Endo Fernandez is now going for 115. Yeah. And Declan Rice, who I think's a number eight, I think he's better than just to hold a midfield player. He can't yeah, do the I roles. Agree. He's at the same sort of ballpark. Yeah. The trouble is, I think when you start getting these type of players for that amount of money, then what is people like Harry Kane or Victor Osserman worth? What's, what's the strikers worth? Because in your mind's eye, if they're 115, well, they're 150. But 150, 200 these days, I don't think the money's there as it was when Coutinho was going and Neymar was going. And we had that little sort of 18-month period where a lot of people went for all yeah, yeah, Dembele yeah. and other yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's difficult to try and gauge. But in terms of the number and the player, I think it matches up. Think? I think he's a wonderful player. So we're hearing now that City have withdrawn completely from that, from that race, if you want, from the Declan Rice race, which would leave, you would think, if that's... Yeah. The reality. Surprised they never really threw Calvin Phillips into that. Yeah, probably because he maybe didn't want to move there or doesn't want to move full stop from City. But you would think that an 80 million plus Calvin Phillips yeah. could have been attracted for, for both for West Ham, right? Definitely. Guess, yeah, for both, yeah. Definitely. Is this a game changer for Arsenal? Have they yes. can rise in, in this team? I think, it, I think it moves the needle. Because if you're trying to compete with Man City, not only have you got one over them in terms of Man City were trying to buy the player and what you get from the footballer on the pitch. And I think these days, especially, I think the managers, I think, are looking at the character. Yeah. They're not just looking at yeah, the ability. Right, the leadership, yeah. Exactly. And when you, when, you, when you have someone like Declan Rice, who's the full package in terms of player, never a problem, never injured, always fit, yeah. always reliable, can play different positions. You can play a holding six if you want. You can play box-to-box -box eight and score goals. And I think under Mikel Arteta, I think we'll see a more progressive player. Yeah. People always talk about his numbers. And I've been there myself. I remember playing for Everton years ago, many, many years ago. And the manager asked me to do a hold and midfield role because we were struggling. And we done it. We got a point. We done it the next game, got three points. And the local press wrote an article saying, oh, well, Don's, Don's gone. Like, his numbers have gone. He's not scored in six goals. But they don't know the, the role that the yeah, manager yeah, asked yeah. me to I play. See, yeah, the, so the I think, yeah. So I think under David Moyes, I think, especially when you've got people like Pakatar and Bowen yeah. and Antonio and so on, his role has been a little bit more defensive. I think under Arteta you'll see him flourish going forward. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think as well he's a game changer. I think he can take this team to the next level, not on his own, but if you look at the collective from Arsenal last season, yeah. if you, and, and where, you know, party at times a struggle, Jorginho a struggle in this sixth position that can easily become a net, as you said, yeah. and you play on the front foot and you'll have a lot of the ball and you're going to play in the opposition's half, really. And, and something that's really underrated for fans watching on as well is the height and the strength. You know, yeah. when you've got a physicality and yeah. you see someone playing against you, you know, you see someone that's 6'2 and can run and physically very fit and you put that body in the middle of the park, you know he's going to cover every blade yeah, of grass. Massively. It's not like you've got diminutive players. Massively. Then all of a sudden the Odegaards and the Sackers all relish yeah. uh, and be yeah. better. And, and I think that's what Declan Rice does as well. I think he makes pl players around him yeah. better. Just on the point on, of um, the size and the physicality, you know, I was at the, the City-Arsenal game. Yeah, and okay, it was it was one-sided. It was on one of those games. But what was really striking, and I, I remember talking about it with Nadam as well, is that City had it looked. It certainly looked from I was quite low. Mm. It looked like City were like literally giants. Big. So you had Rodri and Diaz and Stones, even Edison, Haaland. Okay, Gundogan and the, but even De Bruyne is, is you know is is not strong, but he's not as tall. But you had all of those. And then Arsenal, on the other hand, yeah. didn't match up. If you add, so Havertz is tall, yeah. and, you know, quite strong, but Rice is certainly like one of those. Already that, Saliba coming back from injury, Gabriel, yeah. okay. It just makes you more formidable, doesn't it? 
you know, when you walk out on the pitch and fans don't really get it and they go, oh yeah, but you've got people like Messi who's tiny, who's a genius. Yeah. Correct, Bernardo Silva. There's a, there's, a, there's a place for technically diminutive, amazing players. Yeah. But I'll still stand by. You need to see us. Like Rodri's the best example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see Rodri and you just, when you watch him play and watch, when you watch him play against opponents, he does look a giant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his positional sense and his tactical brain is amazing. That's what I think Declan Rice brings as well. Yeah. He brings that size, corners against four wide freaks, three Definitely. kicks, four and against. His technical ability, the way he plays, the way he covers the ground, how easy it takes him going from box to box. He has some talent, man. You know, you know I think the, um, I've watched him closely because I've always thought he was world class. You know, I remember before the, at the start of the World Cup in Qatar saying that him and Bellingham were potentially the best, like, double pivot in the, in the World Cup. So better than the Kimmich Goretzka who, who yeah. flopped completely. Yeah. You know, maybe better than what the French had in, I mean, Chouameni, let's say, and, and um, so we had Chouameni and Griezmann or Chouameni, you know, depending on Chouameni and Rabiot, you know, whatever we had at the time. Mm. Um, that I, that he, they, they were there. So I've always been a big fan. I think West Ham struggles, and you, you, you follow them obviously yeah. a lot last season. Struggled in the sense that the results were not there, so you had to maybe dig a bit deeper. Yeah. The, the trouble they had in finding their identity, so yeah. do we play like we used to, you know, quite old school kick and rush type, yeah. or with Paqueta and Ben Rama yeah. and Bowen, a bit more fancy football, he had to step up. I have to be here when yeah. we play fancy football. And you can't be everywhere. Yeah, yeah, true. But he also had to, okay, I play with Paqueta now. Yeah. I need to step up my game technically. Yeah. When we have to play old school West Ham and the Moyes, yeah. I still have to be there winning the first ball, winning the second ball, all yeah. of that. And for me, his game has really evolved in a positive way mm. by, you know, I think being a more all-round player than yeah. he was even 18 months ago. You have to be open. And you have to be—you have to have the ability to play a different role depending on who's playing alongside you. So for the first four or five months of the season, David Moyes wanted to play Pakatar alongside Declan yeah. Rice because so no more Sochek so, so was out yeah. of form and he was carrying a knock and he couldn't get in the side. That didn't work for me because I thought when I watch Lucas Pakatar, he's better as a number ten. He's, he's better high up the pitch. That's where he wants to be. He can be more creative. So straight away, Declan Rice is thinking, well. I need to be a bit of a holder midfield player because I need to allow Lucas Pakatar to go forward in a sort of skillful way. Then I think it got to a point where Socek regained a little bit of form and a bit of fitness and David Moyes couldn't buy a result, couldn't get, couldn't get a result, but drifting towards the bottom three and he brought the physicality back again. So Declan Rice, number six, the double pivot with Socek alongside him. Yeah. Big, strong, defending your defenders, if you yeah, like. Yeah. So your back four or back three and your two holder midfield players. Pakatar then is a 10. And West Ham looked a lot better for it. So I think what Declan Rice has got again, he's got a really good football brain to say, well, when I can, I'm going to go forward. So all of a sudden, if he's playing in the Arsenal side, there might be a more defensive player alongside him. He can then go on and be a number eight and score goals yeah, and yeah. get assists. And the game is always evolving and it's always changing. But when I played the game, there was always two number eights. And you had to have a brain where if I was playing alongside you and I see you, seen you run in the box... I would be a holding yeah, midfield player, yeah. right? Then I would go in the box and you use your brain. Yeah. And you, so he'll have that, I think, at Arsenal. He'll choose his times when he goes forward a lot yeah. more. So, so the idea you would think of rising that team, so you have the back four that we know, Ramsdale in goal, uh, White, Saliba, Gabriel, Sinchenko. Yeah. Then Rice, like, certainly on paper as the six, yeah. or the guard, Havertz, yeah. because Havertz, this is the idea yeah. for Havertz to play there. And then Martinelli, Gabriel Jesus and, and Saka, right? Yeah. With the ball... That moves to a three at the back, yeah. White tucking inside. Zinchenko as an inverted fullback in the middle with Rice. And yeah. then your front five, obviously with Havertz and Odegaard quite high up with the front three. Yeah. For me, the Zinchenko, Declan Rice kind of pivot when Arsenal are on the ball is just fantastic. It's amazing. It's a, the it's two of them is it, amazing. It's high-level football IQ, isn't it? And the high line behind. And yeah. then because you've got Gabriel and Saliba space yeah. and then... I, I, it makes I, I, me really excited. It does. It does. Because what I love about that is you've got players that can play in interchangeable positions. So like you said, it might be Ben White staying a little bit wider yeah, because yeah. he's not as comfortable as Zinchenko. And then what will Declan Rice do if Zinchenko's got a lot of possession? Because Erdegaard, another one with a 
you know, really good football brain can go a little bit left in that pocket, come a little bit come a little bit deeper, yeah. might allow Declan Rice. So there's a lot, there's about four or five players where I'm trying to think when I watch Man City, they they seem to me like the worst team on the planet to try and play against as a midfield yeah, player. Yeah. That's what you want if you're Arsenal. You don't want yeah. to play up against an Arsenal and go, well, Granit Xhaka will sit there or, you know, number 10-ish. But Partey will definitely not move. Yeah. I think we're Arsenal with Declan Rice and what you've just mentioned there, you've got a lot of players who are on the move. Nightmare to mark. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think... Which is exciting for Arsenal yeah, fans. Yeah, yeah. If you're Amazing. an Arsenal fan. And I, I know we're saying, like... And also, as well, if you get this statement signed and if you're Arsenal and you get the Declan Rice over the line, it puts a marker down, I think, in the sand to everyone else where I'm a little bit, before the Declan Rice signing, I'm a little bit, ooh, do they make top four? I'm yes, not sure. I was going to come to that. So, I I, to... so I'm not sure. But I think with the Declan Rice sign and you put a marker in the sand and you go, we are definitely top four. Yeah. And by the way, we are making a challenge yeah. to Man City. Because I understand, the, and we were discussing it off air before we started the show, it, Liverpool are going to be better. Chelsea should be better with Poch should at be. some point. It might yeah. take him a bit of time, but yeah. they, they will be better. United should, should keep their improvement, their progression. Same with Newcastle. Yeah. City will always be City. But Arsenal will also be better. So I understand yeah. people saying that and then saying like, okay, where, where are Arsenal in all of this? Yeah. Arsenal will be a better team Absolutely. this season than they were, especially with Havertz, Rice, maybe Timber, whoever else they sign. And that's what happens in summer transfer windows. You, you, you try to strengthen your squad yeah. and make your team better, right? Yeah. Do you, I think a lot of people will not question Rice's choice to go to Arsenal, but maybe think, why did he pick Arsenal ahead of City. Let's say that, not City, we know out of the race, but, yeah. but there might be a point where he thought, you know what, I would rather go to City and work with Guardiola and play with De Bruyne and, yeah. and, and, and Haaland then go to Arsenal. You never, you never know how someone's thinking. Think? Well, yeah, he, true. Well, you never know how he's thinking. He, I don't think he would, but I'm just using this as an example. He might be thinking when he sits there and he goes, if I go to Man City, I could be winning absolutely everything. Could be winning a treble. Could be winning Champions Leagues. I say this very loosely, there's no guarantee you get in a Man City team. He would, yeah, yeah, but it could be a Calvin Phillips. Yeah, it, I was it going could to say, exactly. I mean, I'm not, he's better than Calvin Phillips. 100%. That would have played maybe on his mind. Exactly. So even, even though it would have come to the forefront of his mind, being the character that he is, and we always back ourselves as player, he'd have got that out the front of his mind and chucked it in the bin. Yeah. But with the Arsenal one, he might be thinking, I could be the top man there. Not in an arrogant way, yeah, yeah, not big-headed, but he, he might be thinking, well, if, I'm, if I sign for Arsenal of all these great players that we've mentioned and we do get to a title or we do win a trophy, that might mean a lot, it might mean a lot more yeah, yeah, than yeah. just going to City and being yeah, another yeah, number true, true. and That's just winning true. another trophy. I'm not diminishing what Pep's done because I'm a Pep fan. So from the player's point of view, he might be thinking it was more attractive yeah. to have this project to try and get Arsenal all the way back to a title for the first time in a lot of years. As... As, as Don Hutchinson, the, the player I'm talking to, yeah. would stay in your own house, which yeah. I suspect would be the case with Rice now. Yeah. Stay, going to Arsenal will not change anything of his, of his current life. He will stay in the same house, yes. live in the same place. Does that play a part? Is Does. it a small part? Is it a big part? I think it's a, <laughs> it's a difficult one because I think it plays a part. Right. It depends on your family. If you're, I'm not sure what Declan Rice is. Got a girlfriend, family, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. know. So if he's, you know, if he's got a family that, say, got, Harry Kane's a great example. You know, got kids, got a wife, they're in school, everyone's settled. He might be thinking, well, I want to stay in London. Yeah. If I do move, I might want to stay at Spurs because of that. Depends on, depends on how you see it. But it, it really could, depends on but how it you see it. It could also be like. It could be a small factor. Yeah. Put it this way it's not a game changer. You're not going to say, well, I live in the same house just to play for Arsenal and I'm not going to. I'm going to forfeit 10 trophies by yeah, Man City. True, true, true. Doesn't really play yeah, a massive okay. part. Now let's talk about West Ham because remember when Gareth Bale left Spurs to go to Real Madrid for 100 million. So let's say we're in a similar position situation here. Yeah. And Spurs just wasted that money. Do you remember they yeah. went and signed the whole world? Like I mean, six I'm surprised of you and I didn't I, end up there. I think we were on the list somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Gav, not so much. No. West. So West Ham have this this war chest in a way. Yeah. There, that treasure. Spending him wisely won't be easy because one, everybody you're going to try to sign, those clubs will know that you just got 100 million. Yeah. And two, you have to also be careful of not just, uh, what's the word? Not destroying, but like messing up with your current dressing room. So right. you lose one big leader in Rice. Yeah. If you bring 10 players... All falls apart. For, yeah, yeah. For 10 million each, that dynamic within your dressing room yeah. might be in trouble, right? Yeah. How, what, what would you do? I, I got asked this question the other day on Twitter and I said the first one I would buy would be James Ward-Prowse 
from okay. Southampton without a shadow of a doubt because yeah. he's, he's, he's the profiler player again like Declan Rice where reliable never injured always plays a part I mean obviously he's set plays but that's just not that's just not all about his game he's yeah. a far better player than that uh, and then you could be looking at someone like Ivan Tony. I know it's a little bit controversial and, and after he finishes with his ban um, I think he's a wonderful player but that's obviously you know a few months down the line but so you've got to spend it wisely but you go and spend a lot of that money and some because well, right now you can buy well, it's pointless having it in the bank if you're David Moyes true I think I think I think what I would do if, if I'm answering your question is I would buy two or three quality players with the hundred rather than seven or eight okay yes do you so, know what I mean by, yeah, yeah. by so quality spend it all but on two or three instead you, of if, six or seven if you can exactly yeah, yeah. But bring quality in yeah, yeah yeah and you know it might be like the money ball system where you know Declan Rice didn't get too many goals for West Ham so you can try and if you've got James Ward-Prowse in he would probably score more goals than Declan Rice yeah. fair to say yeah, yeah. and if you buy another attacking player you might be able to get one of Five, five or ten more goals so it depends on how you see it if you're David Moyes and it depends on how you see it do I need another centre-back yeah you know so it depends on what roles he wants to spend the money on but that's a lot of money it's for a big West summer Ham. as well and yeah. also I think they probably would have prepared themselves to get that money because they knew that that game yeah. was going to go and that it would be for that kind of amount so you would think that all their recruitment team has been thinking okay we have 100 million right down on your yeah. on your sheet of paper on, on top of whatever the Europa League brings yeah true and maybe Skamaka leaves for example because that hasn't really worked out no. you know whatever but let's you know you've got 100 million so you can target war price for 30 or 35 yeah. I don't know why but yeah, yeah, yeah. you can go 15 for this defender that you like or, yeah. and you would think that they've got that in place and now that the rice transfer is about to be concluded yeah. then they can go so it'd be interesting it's a big summer for them huge because what West Ham fans will want to see is investment yeah. and investment means by you've got 100 go and spend it you might yeah. spend 100 you might spend 70 or 80 whatever the yeah, number yeah, is yeah, yeah. but don't just keep it in the bank and buy one or two players for about 25 million quid and there's no progression because the season they had last season in the Premier League wasn't good enough but the European run that David Moyes has had in the last two years has been phenomenal yeah. and I was in Prague you know, for the, for the conference final in the win and it yeah. was just amazing scenes and it was great to see David Moyes getting the trophy and it was great to see if it is Declan Rice's last game him lifting the trophy so the perfect storm's there yeah. but now the club, club have got to try and move forward don't be static because yeah. everyone and, catches you up yeah, yeah and let's remind people so the 100 million are not going to go straight into West Ham's account like right now this week for example Arsenal are offering to pay in f four instalments so 25 million in the, la in the next four years in a way yeah. 25 every yeah. summer which I don't think West Ham would take you know they would want they want three so they want 33, exactly. 33, 33 yeah. but even that you can plan and budget with 100 million but you will only receive 25 or 33 this summer. And that will help. Which is like every transfer. It's not just this one. It's and with like, financial fair play, that would certainly look good on the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So this is, this, is, this is what West Ham have now. But obviously the big news as we wrap up this segment is that Declan Rice is on his way to Arsenal. That Man City have withdrawn from the race of signing the England international. And it looks like the move to Arsenal is about to happen. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million dollar stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify is your no excuses business partner. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash gabjewels, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash g-a-b-j-u-l-s now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash gabjewels. Right, you now have Declan Rice on Arsenal. What about some quickies, Don? Let's do it. Yes, Bayern Munich have been told by Tottenham that Harry Kane is not for sale. Not for sale. Not for sale, Don. What do you make of this whole Kane saga so far? Don't see it. 
I don't see Kane. I do not see Kane. I don't. No disrespect to Bayern and Bayern fans. I don't see him making the move with one year left on his contract. Timing's everything for for players in yeah. the transfer window. Why wouldn't you stay one more season, bang thirty goals a season, get a little bit closer to Harry uh, to Alan Shearer's record? Yeah. Then you bring Barcelona to the table on a free. You bring Real Madrid. You bring Liverpool. You even bring Man City with Kane and Haaland to the table. You bring <laughs> I mean, them all in. You don't see it working, but you're just looking at City. but you're just looking at the players on paper. No, I'm just saying he will be 31 in July 2024. That's no age. No age. Okay. With dodgy ankles. Even if hey, lately nah, he's been better. I was going to say, it's a long time since the dodgy ankles. But if you sign him on a free, it's a four or five year deal. A 31. Fine. fine. Come it's on. It's not Pep, fine. I mean, Pep, you Pep, would run Pep, your club. Pep, Pep could put him on a five year deal <laughs> and Pep won't even be there in a season and a half time. So there, there were reports that um, Bayern had bid £60 million pounds plus some add-ons, plus I think it's Which 10. Which I don't think would be the number, would you? It would not be. It's way, way too I mean, low. I, I don't know what the number players. is when someone's got one year on the contract. It's probably closer to 100 for sure. <laughs> yeah. It would be. Yeah. Spurs are saying, like, we didn't receive anything anyway. So, I don't know. Someone is maybe lying. This is, again, this is, this is a, pocket, it's a pocket game, right? It's yeah. Pocket, I mean, from Levy's pocket. point of view, he would rather sell them to Bayern than sell them to another English club. Yeah. For obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah. I think United have withdrawn as well. You strengthen Man United or Liverpool yeah. or whoever this season. Yeah. There's a chance you might not even make top four, top five next season. So, you have to be careful on where you, you try and sell them to. Okay. This is, this but the player's got the power. True. This is the dilemma that the Kane family might have. Okay, you stay another year, I suppose, and you run down your contract and you're a free agent and you can, you've got literally the, the wall at your feet yeah. pretty much. So you can sign pre-contract January. You, yeah. You get closer to Shearer's record with yeah. another 30 goals, so I think you'll be 30 short yeah. or 35 short, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But if then you go abroad, have a new wasted a season where you could have gone to Bayern, let's say now, yeah. maybe win the treble, win the Champions League with them in this 23-24 season. Champions League, no. Yeah, I mean, with Kane, with Kane in that, this Bayern team, with Tuchel as a head Maybe, coach, it's a game changer for yeah. me. It I, really is. I understand what you're saying. If you, if, you, if you go to Bayern now, you've made the move and you've made the commitment to go outside the Premier League. But you forget about Shiro's record, though. For the, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Where I think if you stay for one more year, like I said, you can still go abroad. If you forget Shearer's record, you can still go to Bayern on a free. You can still go to True. Barca on a free. We don't know what's happening with Real Madrid and Kylian Mbappe. You could put Real Madrid on your CV. Like I said before, you bring Man City to the yeah, table. Yeah. You bring Liverpool to the table. You might even bring Arsenal to the table as well, depending on where they're at. Or you might even stay at Spurs. Spurs from a Spurs point of view, why would you not sell now? Well, you can. But the player's got the power. So yeah, let's, yeah, let, let's just say Bayern come back in tomorrow with £100 million and Levy says, yes, accepted. Kane can say... I don't want to go. I want to go on a free next year for the reasons that I've mentioned. Yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah, I want to. Yeah, yeah. I want to bring. Yeah, and Bappe could do the same. I want to bring yeah. all the different. I want to hear what Barca have got to say. I want to hear what Real Madrid have got to say. Timing is everything for a move. If you, if you, and I'll say this very loosely, if you sacrifice it all now and go to Bayern Munich, you are now committed to Bayern for yeah, four or five years, yeah, yeah. whatever it might be. So, I, I think it makes no sense by jumping into that Bayern Munich move if it's on rather than saying, well, I might go there next year. I might go to Real Madrid, Barca, Man City, yeah. Liverpool, whoever. Yeah. Bring them all to the table. But I'll do one more year at Spurs. To me, yeah, maybe, it doesn't maybe. mean... I mean, you know, I, I think, you know, living in Wentworth where he plays a lot of golf and building a house on Wentworth, I think he's end game. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, yeah, that yeah. I yeah, think yeah. for sure is going to be his end game. But his end game can be seven years' time. I'm not worried about that's that true, now. That's true. So, I, to be fair, I, I thought... What would you do? Stay. What would you do if you were in his shoes... So I know what I'd do. I'd stay for one more year. I think I would do that too. But you might be under pressure from Spurs and Levy to say, like, listen, we don't ah, want to lose you on the field. I know he won't he, care. He, he's, got, he, he's got enough to say. Listen. True, true, true. That's true. Yeah. But then, I don't know. I think, I think Bayern would be... But again, I'm seeing it with a continental mind, not a British mind. But you I mean, know, they only just won the league last season. True, true, but he would make them so much better. Definitely. Sergio Mane is going to be a better player playing with Kane. I mean, yeah. all, all of them. Yeah. I don't know. I think Bayern is so huge. Oh, it's attractive. It would be, be a great adventure for him, but then again, you'd have to move to another country, not speak the language, different climate. I, I know the Shearer's record is a big draw, though. Yeah, yeah, it is. And rightly so. so. Definitely. Because no one would beat Kane's record. Never. Never. Could be untouchable. If he beats be Shearer. So. Yeah. Uh, so it's not just Bayern or United Jewels. PSG are also keen. Do you think they have a chance? Oh, I would love to, Don. I would Take really love. Take your PSG hat off. Then, then not really. Right. But but they in talks with with Charlie Kane, uh, Harry's brother. Yeah. Uh, I think they're keeping that 
contact on and you know all are alive if you want just in case they say listen it's not working with Bayern for whatever because they don't want to pay more than 80 or something yeah PSG say okay we paid 100 if you want to come to Paris we paid 100 but I don't think he would be there see my worry is now and I'm sorry to say this because you're a PSG fan I'm sorry to say this but if you're Harry Kane now you might be looking at PSG thinking well Messi's gone Neymar there's every chance he might go in a year's yeah, time, sure. or does it, in a year's time, or even tomorrow, Mbappe might be gone. But you also know they will replace them by top quality player because they've got the money. Aye, but you're losing. You know. You've lost three unbelievable yeah, yeah, players yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, true, true. So That's you true. might, yeah. That's true. So it's, it's an interesting be, one. They'd be the bottom of the pack. Do you think? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't. So in your not, mind, they'd be at the top of the pack. Yeah, in my mind, <laughs> they should be the priority. But in real life, they'd probably be yeah third or fourth in the in the in the picking order. One deal that is done. Yeah. Is Marcus Turam to Inter Milan, a five-year deal. They lost Jeko yes. on the free, who went to Fenerbahce. They replaced him with a Frenchman. Are you are you on board? With like this? him, and I like the move. It's different because we talk about football IQ, and I think Jeko is very very underrated. For sure. Yeah, I think yeah. he's had an unbelievable career. One one guy if you're playing a midfielder up front with you want to play with I think he brings he, he, he makes people like Lukaku better yeah. Letaro Martinez better everyone that plays around him better the Man City players like Aguero all of them would probably say his football brain was was really quite superior to most yeah. uh, I think with Turam coming in obviously he's different you know he's not he can, he can do the link play, but not as well as Dzeko. I think yeah, he's, he's yeah. certainly better uh, when he's going forward and yeah, getting in the box well. fast, 100% yeah. faster. Um, so I like the signing. I like the strides that Inter are trying to make, yeah, trying, to, trying to be better from what they achieved last season. Mm. Uh, this is a controversial one. Lucas Hernandez to PSG. Why? Yeah, it's controversial, Don, because he's a Marseille... Born and bred guy. So he said it. Yeah, he said it. He's a Marseille fan. He kept saying, every time that someone asked him, he was like, yeah, allez Marseille, allez l'OM. His dad played for Marseille. He was born in Marseille. And the PSG were like, uh-uh, this is not on. We don't want you here. Nowhere near our club. Will, we, will he listen to that, you think? I don't know if he will. The club potentially will. I don't think it's enough to make that deal not happen. But I can predict a tough few weeks and months for Lucas Hernandez every time he steps on this pitch. And that's not what you want. You don't want to be booed by your own ultras. Well, I've had that. You've had, yeah, I mean... <laughs> no, I've had it twice, Jules. I left West Ham and went to Millwall. Now, for oh anyone my, out there that doesn't oh know the God. rivalry there, that is, that is, yeah, that is ridiculous. Bad. But I had another one where I was and always will be a Newcastle fan. I started yeah. the Gallagher end all my life as a kid. Uh, and I got the chance to go back home but back home was in Durham. Oh, I played for Sunderland. Oh. So we played at St. James's Park. Not the 2-1 win in the rain. That was the year before. Uh, and the year after when we went there, we beat them 2-1 as well. And I went to take a corner and an angry Newcastle fan chucked a little something naughty at me, yeah. like a little coin or something, yeah. hit on the back of the head. And then I scored about five minutes later. And the only thing I could think of, <gasps> what can I do to get back to that fan? <gasps> Kiss the sun of badge. <gasps> no, you didn't. Yeah, just oh. to wind the stadium, and it was oh, I caused man. havoc. Well, Lucas Hernandez, if you do score for PSG, don't don't say anything about Marseille. Don't think anything. This is this could potentially be. Do bad. not kiss the badge. No, Don. You know how little I believe in David de Gea. As don't a, like him as, as a Ten Hag goalkeeper in a yeah. Ten Hag team. Yeah, I don't think he's, he fits there. He made too many mistakes. And now he looks like he's set to leave. Manchester United because he was out of contract there was potentially a new deal I was going to say there was a bizarre story about him signing a new deal and, and they the took it out retracted yeah. it or yeah, something yeah they retracted it before they even uh, registered him so weird but you see my point I, no, just I do. don't think he fits the Ten Hag model as in the player yeah playing out from the back yeah yeah exactly yeah, no, distribution I, all of I think there's certainly like Anana I think David Raya I think there's there's probably half a dozen goalkeepers when you talk about starting and playing out from the back that yeah. are better than the Gea good goalkeeper in his own right but I think when you look at De Gea over the last couple of seasons especially he's made a lot of high profile errors hasn't he yeah. he's looked a little bit I mean, shaky Sevilla, last season in the Europa oh, League unbelievable I mean a classic case of trying to play it from the yeah, back I, mean, I still think I still think it was a ball that Maguire should never have got yeah, yeah, but yeah. he didn't deal with it but you know um, no I think there's better goalkeepers out there so I'll take your point but the thing is Onana is a, is a 50 million pound signing so again Limited limited budget in terms of recruitment for United. So they they've what from what I've been told have got about a hundred ish. Yeah. So they will have more because they will sell players. So maybe yeah. I don't know. Sancho will go. Maguire will go. Fred. Martial. Fred. Yeah. McTominay maybe. Yeah. But you have to be careful where you spend that money because fifty million in a goalkeeper that means less for the striker or less for yeah. the midfielder or less for yeah. the centre back. You know whatever they want yeah. as a priority. It's so, a good starting point though, isn't it? 
You know, yeah, 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 for you, sure. Because you sure. could say, well, I, I want to buy like a wide man or I want to buy a number nine and then I've only got 20 million to spend on a goalkeeper and you bring in a goalkeeper that you think, oh, I'm not quite that sure. Whereas if you go in with 51 Arna, you know that position's secure yeah, for the next in. five years. Yeah. And also right now, you don't have... An, if De Gea really oh, right. goes, you've got... You know, you have no one. So no. apart from Dean Henderson, probably back from his loan. Yeah. yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com gab. Just go to Indeed.com gab right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com gab. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I didn't see this one coming. Uh, Robbie Keane going to Maccabi Tel Aviv. Yeah, as a manager. Didn't see it. Nobody did. I don't even think he did. <laughs> you remember Aito Karanka? Yeah, 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 of course. He Bora. was the manager, got sacked, and they brought Robbie Keane in. So clearly they liked the, you know, the model. Premier League or Premier League player, former players or Premier League former managers or, you know, Eng- former championship managers. Wonder if he takes Big Sam with him. As the Sam's the number two. <laughs> So you reverse the role. Reverse the dynamic. Because the weird thing is that he's got experience as a number two and we saw him at Leeds, obviously. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. think maybe at Villa before. Borough as well. Uh, yeah, Borough, sorry, Borough, not Villa, Borough before. But as a, as a first team manager. It's gamble. First, yeah, it's, well, it's, gamble. A, it's a little bit like the Scotty Parker scenario, isn't it? Yeah, in a way. You know, you're not sure if it's going to work just in because they've managed or coached in the Premier League. Good luck to him, though. Yeah, good luck he to him. He wants finish, to get on the ladder. Yeah, they finished third last season behind uh, Maccabi Haifa, won the title. I think they were quite far behind. Let's see, let's see what he can do. I mean, we will, we will certainly f- follow that one. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Craig Brown, your former Scotland head coach, Don, sadly yeah. passed away on Monday, age 82. Oh, what a guy, Jules. What a guy. Um, funny. Um, he could light up a room. Um, he was always very charming. Um, always a positive man. Never doom and gloom. Glass always half full. Just had loads of energy. Uh, a little glint in his eye where yeah. he'd, he'd be thinking about you know little little practical jokes and stuff. But on a serious note, you know I was I played under him I don't know 25 years ago, in 2000 and onwards, and the amount of analysis he'd done on teams that we were playing were light years ahead really? of any manager I thought at the time. If we were playing say England, we'd be doing analysis work on England for at least 10 days before we played them. We'd go out and play Germany out in Bremen, he'd do the same weaknesses, strengths. But do you know what? When you just get a guy in a room that can talk to anyone about any subject, but more so football, he was like a pleasure. Like if you if you sat him in a in a coffee shop and talked yeah, football, yeah. you would fall in love with yeah, him because sure, it was, it was sure. just the very, kind of guy. Yeah, just, yeah, very easy, no airs and graces about him. You didn't have to work hard to have a conversation with him. Yeah, just incredibly positive, and he's a massive loss. I think you've seen some lovely tributes. I think going yeah, out on radios definitely, and, definitely, and, and yeah. radios and TV stations. How loved he was, and I think it was unexpected. I didn't see it coming. I know he's struggling with a small illness, but it's a devastating yeah. loss because he's he's one of Scotland's very best managers and the tributes from Sir Alex Ferguson the list goes on and on he's been he'll be a massive loss very very sad Um, Osasuna Jules not being allowed to play in Europe this season despite qualifying for it what's going on there? Yeah Don this is a very interesting one because back in 2013 they were involved in the match match fixing scandal so so that's 10 years ago right? I can't remember that now for the first time they qualify for Europe in the first time in their history really really good season that they had and UEFA saying we can't let you uh, participate because of that match fixing so the, scandal. The ban still sort yeah, of in place. Yeah, ten years ago, it's not even a. It was not even a ban because they were never really in Europe before. No. So I think they will appeal. They can appeal. They're hoping that what happened ten years ago can't impact what they, what this current squad and the, the club now is doing. So it's. Um, I don't know. I'm a bit surprised by it. That stands from UEFA, but we'll have to see what the next few weeks bring. James Madison will leave Leicester this summer. We knew that. Don, but he's mm. on his way to Spurs. Turn Newcastle down. I know, I know. Do you, do you forgive him for that? I do. Um, 
He's got to be careful, though, I think, going down to London. Um, I think he has to be really concentrated now on his career. Um, I think they're getting a great signing. Yeah. I certainly would have been well happy if he had a sign for Newcastle. £40 million. It's a decent amount as well. It probably would have been worth more if they stayed up. When, you're left, on, when you're left on his contract. Maybe, but if, 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 if they stayed up, Leicester, you, they, they might be tempted to try and ask for 50 or 60. When you go down to the Championship and you lose that Premier League money, the, yeah. the 60s turn into 40 quite quickly. So I think what you're looking in terms of the player... With his skill factor, I think you're getting quite of a bargain. Yeah. I think he can play... Ten's his best position. I think you've got to free him up a little bit. I don't think he's an eight. But talent-wise, Jules, yeah. I think he's a good player. Yeah, me too. I agree. I think maybe like a little bit of consistency still. Yeah. But, but he, I think he belongs to a club easily a top seven. It will certainly know, help Harry yeah. Kane. Yeah. You think the sure. players that he's going to try yeah. and create I mean, chances for. He creativity a lot last season, right? So yeah. you hope with him and Postecoglou's style of football, yeah. it should fit really yeah. well. So the Euros 21s are in full flow, Jules. Two big surprises? Yeah, already, because the Dutch are out and so is Belgium. So the likes wow. of Gravenberch and Timber and uh, Broby, Kenneth Taylor, all, all the great talents. And really, the Dutch squad was amazing. So your, Dutch, your Dutch guys having an effect down below? Yeah, man, completely. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, and Belgium, someone like De Ketelaer, for example, who had such a bad season with Milan... Bad, bad, bad Euros as well with Belgium where he could not qualify them and no. on the other hand Georgia have topped that group brilliant incredible really I mean on home soil but still no Kvass who was going to be in and then at the last minute withdrawn from the squad and then England are already qualified they play today on Wednesday the French are almost qualified uh, they also play on Wednesday night it's been really good I have to say apart from the dodgy refereeing and there was a goal scored by Spain last night yeah. uh, that was disallowed for a foul that was n it's, there was just no not even near foul it was ridiculous against Ukraine Ukraine have done really well too um, so yeah it's been great and I think the quarterfinals could be really interesting so I think people should keep an eye on even mm -hmm. if it's not yeah. on TV I can't UK. find it yeah. it's not on TV in the UK which are, it blows my mind same Blows my mind. Andrea Pirlo is back on the bench, Don. Back. It's in Italy, in Serie B. Yeah. Asamdoya, though. Yeah, they, they needed something. Uh, Stankovic tried his best last season. Um, they were just in a world of pain where they were just hemorrhaging money left, right and centre. Yeah. The results they couldn't buy a win. I mean, I commentated on Sam loads of times last season and it was incredible at the fact that they could never get over the line. They'd be winning 1-0 with 85 minutes on the clock. They'd either draw 1-1 one, one, or lose 2-1. And yeah. it, was, it was just a, the sort of the funk that they were in. They just... I mean, they've gone down with 200 million in debt. Yeah. So to and get someone for sale as well. Yeah. So to get someone like Pirlo in, I think is a real good coup. The fact that you know when he was at the Juve, he didn't do a particularly good job. Um, so that worries me slightly. So hopefully it goes well for him. Yeah. Um, hopefully, I think for the for Sampdoria, such a famous football club, they can try and bounce back very quickly because they are a really famous football club. Yeah, Some legendary players. Yeah, of course, stadium uh, as well. Absolutely, I played at Marassi. Just such an amazing stadium. Um, so I hope for Sam's sake that they've made the right move and I hope for Pirlo's sake that he, he does a really good job because yeah, I, I want to see them back. I think they're yeah. a terrific football club. Yeah, I agree. So shame. Um, so Seko Fanana, uh, Fafana could be the next player from the big five leads to go to Saudi. Disappointed, Jules? I'm a little bit. So amazing season with Lance. He's the Lance captain, qualified them for the Champions League, pushed PSG all the way for the title. Could have gone last, last summer to an English club, to PSG, who were keen. He's, he's from Paris. He's a Paris kid. And now, I'm just like, really? You're 28 years old? So it's a bit like a Ruben Neves. How old is he? 28? 28. And I'm just like, but you've just signed. He extended with Lance after last summer. Do you know what sort of money he'd be on there? Yeah, so I mean, there's no doubt that for him financially. That's, I know, but that's, like, No, I know. I, I get it. I get it. So, so, I mean... I, I, yeah, I think it's hard to turn down. I get, I get your point. And I think even for Lance, even if he's the captain, yeah. it's, it's hard to turn down a 40 million offer when they bought him from 10 from Udinese two years ago. Yeah. So you can just imagine the, 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 the profit they're going to make on him. I, I don't know. I just think he has so much more to offer than going to the Saudi league. No, no. In all respect for them. Yeah. You know? So I'm a little bit, oh, no, this is not cool. But, you know, if that's his choice, I respect yeah, him. Yeah, I, I know what you mean, though. You, you just... The Fofana generation for the next, you know, the next five generation, are covered, uh, they're good, they're I, safe. I, and, that, and that's something so you... I get that. I'd never blame a player for no, making true, that move. True, true, no, but no, I know what, But I know what you mean. I think it's a big loss for any of the, the five big leagues that could have had. Yeah, that's definitely. Don, FIFA have announced that Australia against Ireland in Sydney on the opening day of the Women's World Cup, so on July 20th, 
It's sold out now. 80, Brilliant. 80,000 people. I mean, that's incredible, isn't it's it? Good, isn't it? It's, I mean, I, I'm, I'm quite new to the women's game. I've been probably viewing it now for, I don't know, two or three, four years because you can't be everywhere and you can't be working on every single game and every single league. But the standard of football and what I've seen over the last three or four years has been outstanding. Yeah, so for really someone like this, when they didn't even have, what, TV rights until about 10 days ago, <laughs> yeah, the fact true. that the stadiums are selling out, that's phenomenal, eh? Yeah, yeah. I think they've sold more tickets already than the World Cup in France four years ago. I mean, they're, they're a bigger stadium for some of them. On that end, New Zealand, who are the other host of that World Cup, who actually play first. So they, they're really opening the, the World Cup. And they, they just, it's not a sellout just yet, but the, the 40,000 stadium should be full by then. So it's amazing. First day you get 120,000. It's, it's brilliant. So let's hope it's a big popular success as well yeah uh, to, so let's go back to the Saudi league Al Halal would love to sign Marco Verratti from PSG yeah man they're in Paris right now they're talking to his agent how old is he now Jules 30 he um, do you think do you think he's ever reached the heights because when I watched him I don't know from, from whatever 22 to 25 26 whatever I thought this guy is incredible yeah, man. I thought Barca was the destination yeah he almost went I mean I don't know if you remember and in the end, he ended up badly because United won in Paris 3-1, that famous game where Rashford scored a penalty. Yeah. But that first leg in the Champions League at Old Trafford, yeah. he destroyed them Ran the show. on his own. And I remember being on BBC Five Lab and saying, listen, this is a guy who smokes heavily, parties heavily. I like him. You know, eats. I like amazing. him already. <laughs> and yet he's capable of putting those kind of performances. The yeah. problem, to go back to your question, is so I wonder, should have been more like that. So I was going to say, I wonder if for those reasons he's never got Maybe. to where he yeah, should have got and to. the injuries. And, but I remember Pep saying how much he loved him after the PSG Man City I game. I think everyone does, Jules. Amazing. On his day, incredible talent. And then he goes to Bayern Munich last season with PSG and loses the ball twice on the edge of his box. They consider two goals. Well, one on the edge of the box, one in the, the, on, like, near the halfway line. And then, and then that's it. And then literally... Take PhD, his own team down yeah. by being careless in his passing or in his first touch and things like that. And I'm just like... Losing some players, oh. PSG now, aren't they? Yeah, man. But you know what? I, as much as I love him, and I, he's been there 10 years now, he's been great. We bought him when he had never played in Serie A, for example. He yeah. came from Pescara in Serie B. But maybe it's the right time for him and you rebuild that midfield without him. Yeah. I, I don't know. I would be sad to see him go because in a way he's a, he's a PSG legend. But on the other hand, like you said, he hasn't really fulfilled all that crazy potential. Such a shame, such a shame. Adrian Rabiot will stay at Juventus next season after agreeing a one-year extension deal. He was out of contract. Yeah. Don, this is this is big for Juve to be able to keep him, even just one year. Even big for the league as well. Yeah. But I think definitely big big for Juve. The the, the trauma and the drama that's going on on and off the pitch there. Mm. Lots of players on the move. Um, all the stuff that went on with the points deduction, getting the points back, and another deduction, etc., etc. It's been a season to forget if you're a Juve fan, but this is good news for them because, you know, I remember, remember at the very start of the season, a couple of months before the World Cup, he wasn't in great form, no. Adrian Rabio. Um, but commentating on games, it's, you've got to be a little bit, I try to be a little bit careful anyway because a lot of players were obviously trying to play club football, European football, with a view to playing in the World yeah. Cup. It would have been very difficult yeah, yeah, or yeah. sometimes very easy just to be distracted. And then what I would say in the World Cup and then for his form the last, whatever, four or five months of the season, I thought Rabiot was exceptional. Yeah. So a lot of big clubs, Man United, etc., lots chasing him. So I think it's it's good for Rabiot that he stayed on because he's a brilliant player. Yeah, he's fantastic good. ability. He wanted to play in Europe, you know, next season. And I know I know Juve are only the Conference League, but Tottenham, I think, and Liverpool were probably the two keenest clubs yeah. in, in England. And he was like, okay, this is great, but there's no Europe. Something about and him or maybe his agent that sometimes gives him a little bit of a bad rep. His mum, yeah, his mum is the agent. Maybe so, so maybe comes across as, as yeah, someone that carries yeah. baggage. I don't know, but the player. You're oh, right. I, I mean, I, I think for Juve, Quadrado, I think moved on last week. Or talks of one yeah, or two Di players. Maria as well. Exactly. Maria, so I think, yeah. I think for the dressing room, I think for the fans, with a little bit of security, shall we say, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. a little bit of calm, I think yeah, it's a signing, signing worth keeping. Uh, so England start the World Cup campaign in 24 days. Um, how's Millie Bright's injury evolving, Jules? That's the big question because she took over the captaincy after Leah Williamson got her bad injury and and uh, was up for the World Cup. Uh, but she also was injured, Millie Bright. She had like knee surgery back in March. She seems very confident that she can be AC ready. ACL? No, 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 it was like a minor surgery. Good, yeah, it was a good. minor surgery. Uh, I mean, minor. She's still she's still been out, you know, since March. Yeah. Uh, and and just 
training again now. July 22nd is their first game against Haiti. She should be back. Certainly, I think uh, she's hoping and the, the medical staff seems to be okay with her being ready. So I think, okay, IT England would win with a C team. Yeah. It's not, but... The thing is, you pick up that kind of form because I've, I've, after not being playing for so long... Uh, minutes and momentum. Yeah, minutes, momentum for when it gets tougher later down the line in that World Cup. So if you can play a little bit against Haiti, great. Yeah. And then be ready for the second, third game and then the, group, the, the, the knockout phases. I think that would be really good. But that's only very positive from her point of view and for England. Yeah. Ruben Loftus-Cheek is joining AC Milan from Chelsea and Adama Traore from Wolves might be joining him there too. One question, Don, why? Why, if you're Milan, you go for them? Well, Triore, I think they need something in a wide area that's that's different. I mean, I, I watched them so many times last season, but more so, I think, against Inter in the Champions League, and they looked a little bit slow in wide areas. I think they well, need... Apart from the Leao side. Well, yeah, so, yeah, the, other, the side. other side, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think they need something a little bit different. Um, and Triore's different, and, and I mean that in a sort of... Both ways, really. I, I, mean, I mean it in terms of he's different. You're never quite sure what you're going to get. Yeah. You look at him, you watch him, you think if someone can hone him into being a little bit more smarter with the ball, because he's got the physique, he's got the pace, he's, he's absolutely blistering, but he needs to start to produce. Yeah, Loftus, Loftus-Cheek, I'm glad for him that he's going to make a move and go to Serie A. I think I'm, I'm well jealous of any young British players now that are going to, to do Italian yeah, football. I, yeah. I, I love the fact that he's going to make the step there. Uh, and such a famous club to play for. I think Good on him from breaking away from the Premier League and good on, good on him for going outside your comfort zone. Would have been quite easy for Loftus-Cheek to try and go to a Crystal Palace, shall we say, and be yeah, the same yeah. old, same old, but to try and learn a new culture, new language and a different style of football, playing under Pioli yeah, I agree. and yeah, playing yeah. for a Champions League team. Yeah, I think it's amazing for him. So, the, Does he start for Milan? Um, no, I think he's going to have to work his way in there. I don't think he's an automatic starter with the midfield they've got, depending on what happens with Tonali. Yeah, if he moves yeah. on, there might be a space for him. Um, but I think he needs to show people now, is he good enough to go and play for an elite yeah, football club exactly. and Milan or that? So yeah. He's 27 now. You know, he, he looks like, we, we look at him and we still feel like he's only 21. Got to start doing it, Jules. I know, 27. Because you, you look at him and you go, physical, ability, physical, yes. Ability with the ball at his feet, yes. Um, moves over the ground gracefully. Yes, box to box, very easy position. You can find one for him. But does he score enough goals? Yeah. No. no. Does he score? Does he get enough assists? Yeah, no. So as a footballer, it's always nice to have the attributes, but you've got to be effective. Yeah. You've got to play the game like you have to be effective. Yeah, Talking of effective, Alex Scott getting linked with West Ham. Ah, uh, do you like this one? I like him. I not, was... not seen bundles of him. No, yeah. But it reminds me of Grealish a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the revelation of the championship last year. Uh, with Bristol City, played in the, in the FA Cup, went quite far, played against against Manchester City on their way to, to winning that trophy. Really, really talented kid, great dribbler, great on the ball. Grealish. Yeah, Grealish type. He looks, he looks a bit like that, very elegant, you know, it's yeah. just so easy. Yeah. On the ball he can play, played more centrally, behind the striker, can play wide as well, I think, because of that ability to take on players and to, yeah. to dribble. Not really sure if West Ham need another attacking player on top of Lanzini, Fornals, Corne, Bowen, Ben Rama, all of that. Mm. But but maybe if you don't get him now, he would go to a bigger club. Would you, even though they're in Europa League and obviously the Premier League next season and domestic cup competitions, would you bring him into West Ham into the squad? Or would you think... I'm always a bit careful about that step up from the Championship and especially a club like, you know, we're not talking a club that was fighting to go up or a a former Premier League club that went down. It's it's Bristol, no offence to them, but I'm not not sure if you're ready straight away to make that step up to a top 10 Premier League club, which is what West Ham is. So do you reckon recognise the talent, sign him, loan him back? loan him out uh, somewhere in the Championship or maybe keep him and see the work. But remember Jack Clark? Mm. For me, he looks a little bit similar of, he looked so good at the time with Leeds in the championship yeah. made that move and just didn't work out for him so yeah. now he has to rebuild it all the career so I think for Alex Scott let's just keep an eye and whether yeah, West Ham buy him learn yeah. him out and see, see how he progresses Gary Neville will appear on Dragon's Den this uh, TV show that we have here in the UK uh, on, uh, on the BBC where people pitch their idea to get investment from rich people yeah. and Gary Neville I mean WTF here what's going on oh, I hope he loses every penny that he's got <laughs> I hope he gets pitched loads of ideas, bonkers ones, and he goes, yeah, I'll yeah. give you £200,000 on money. And then he's skint in about a year's time. Salford go bust. Everything that he's got connected just... Oh, no, that's I'm, a weird one. I mean, we love a, him, but like, yeah, this I'm is joking. a different thing. Hey, good luck to him. I, th- I think what he is, he's, he's Marmite to some. 
Yeah. And I think some people love him, some people don't. Um, he's certainly got a lot of fingers and a lot of pies. Yeah. It's another direction that what he goes. What you would say with Gary Neville is he's very entertaining. So I think going on that show, if he is going to do it, I think he'll come across quite well. I think he might be a little bit brutal. Yeah. It depends on what character he's told to, yeah, 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 yeah. Told to try and play. But... Um, it's fascinating, huh? Yeah. Isn't it? It's interesting. I didn't know that he had that much money. As in, as in, nah, we're he talking. Prob- he probably hasn't. Well, he, money, yeah, he, he has, but he hasn't. Yeah. I don't exactly. think he's daft enough to throw. No, it's like, like me no and you, Peter Jones or like you know, me, those people are. Like, like if me know. and you go in and pitch an idea, do you think he'll give us like a million? That's it. Like, what, what we should idea do like you got? the, I mean, the Don what? and Jules show or That's something it. like that. Like, yeah, we like could, a podcast. I know. Million pound. I know. Gary, we're coming. We're on our way. We're on our way. Uh, Jules, Wilfred Zaha and Storms have announced that they're going to be buying uh, Croydon Athletic in South London. This could be unbelievable and a great yeah. story, yeah? They were both born in Croydon, grew up in Croydon. I love this it. Is, this is their, their town in South London. Uh, and with Danny Young, who is the uh, head of player, uh, player care at Crystal Palace, the three of them have taken over the club. They play in the ninth division, Croydon. They're actually quite a, uh, like a newish club, that club there. Yeah. I think they were founded in 2012 or something. But yeah, it's great. It's great to give back to the community. Definitely. Where you come from. Which he has been doing for quite yes, a while, by the Stormzy way. Stormzy and, and yeah. Zaha both together with a lot of you know, charity work, a lot of investment in schools and, yeah, and in football. It makes, it makes a lot of sense. Gives so, the club really, a little bit of name. It's a bit like Wrexham. Yeah, if the yeah. American owner's coming in, it puts them on a... On a visibility, sort of, you get another, exposure. Yeah. It's good. So I really hope that they do well and that the team does well. And it's, again, I mean, we can only applaud initiatives like that, right? Absolutely. Uh, it's like you... Going back home. Gateshead. Gateshead, that's it. That's it. You and I, we could invest, We could buy Gateshead. What, with Gary Neville's money? <laughs> <laughs> On Dragon's Day. There we go. You see, we get a million from Gary. And then we, we go, go into Gateshead. Oh my God, yeah. And give them 100. Yeah. And we keep 900. Yeah. And then we go from National League to the Premier League in five years. Oh, man, we Here got we go. it. Oh, my God, we drop, can do this. Drop Gab. <laughs> we have to drop Gab somewhere along the line. For sure. Oh, you can be the sporting director-ish, you know, guy. You yeah. can be get, somewhere get some bank. players from Como or yeah. somewhere. I'm in. not sure there's space for producer Freddie, though. No. We, we find Kitman. He could be good as a Kitman. Yeah, I'd say so. Right, before we buy Gates Head and before anything, this is, this is all we have time for today. Don, oh, thank you so amazing. much, man. Great trip. Thank you always, you know, for you. I try always. We'll be back, of course, next week. Gab will be back as well on Monday for a new edition of the show but until then as Gab always say love the game love your neighbour love yourself or something like that we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate is to not search at all don't search match with Indeed if you need to hire you need Indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com gab. Just go to Indeed.com gab right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com gab. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 